This is Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches verse by verse through the book of Acts. see in Barnabas humility in that when he recognized what God was doing in Paul, he got out of the way. That takes, that takes character. When you see a better man come along to move over and say, listen, you need to be the one leading us. I've led us up to now, but you can take us beyond where I can take us. So I'd like to turn this over to you. That takes character. In Acts chapter 13, we see Barnabas, Paul, and others headed out as the first missionaries. Today, Pastor Robert gives us context of some of the relationships in that group. We had initially seen Barnabas taking on the lead role, but as time went on, it became clear that the Lord was asking Paul to lead. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert with today's message. of Acts as, uh, you know, we've been studying our, uh, you know, working our way through it for the last uh, several weeks, looking at the birth of the church and the work of the Holy Spirit in that first century and watching the, uh, um, the dynamics, you know, the, the Holy Spirit moving upon people and moving in and through their lives. And, and you know, the, the figurehead has been Peter up to now. And as we talked about last week, chapter 13 is a, a transition point. Now, the Apostle Paul is on point, if you will. The gospel is going to the, to the Gentile world. Um, chapter 13 marks the beginning of the modern missions movement. Uh, the church at Antioch, and, and we're going to look actually at a different Antioch. There were about 30 or, 30 or 40 different cities called Antioch in the ancient world, but um, that first one where they were you know, sent out from, from, from Antioch, was the first missions sending church. Jerusalem really didn't do that. The, the only reason that anybody ever left Jerusalem was all the persecution. You know, when Stephen was stoned to death, everybody scattered. And, but then the Lord called uh, Paul and Barnabas and the, the elders there at Antioch, sent them out, and they left, and they went to Cyprus. We looked at that last week with the, the worship of, of Venus or Aphrodite, depending on you know, Greek or Roman culture and so forth. It was same entity, different, different names, but supposedly was born right there off the coast of Paphos on the island of Cyprus. And so the worship of this sex goddess was what permeated the region. It's what really was the focus of the culture in, in those areas. And, but they, they left or they got ready to leave um, the island of Cyprus to move on. They're going further. 
with the gospel, and there's a shift taking place. It started out that Barnabas seems to have been the one in charge. He seems to have been the one leading the way. He was the, the more mature one, at least by all appearances, probably the more stable one. We'll see later that when um, a miracle takes place through the ministry of Paul and, and, and Barnabas, the leaders in the community there uh, in this region of Galatia where they're headed their re- initial reaction, the priest of uh, Jupiter, or Zeus, thought that oh, our gods have, have come back, and, and they thought that Paul was Mercury, the messenger, the spokesperson, and that Barnabas was actually Jupiter, you know, the chief god, and who was tall and regal and strong. And, and it's, you know, most Bible scholars believe that that was the, uh, the physique, the appearance of Barnabas, that that's the way he presented himself. But up to now, he's been in the forefront. When, we, when we've read, what we've seen is Barnabas and Saul. Barnabas and Saul. Barnabas and Saul. And, and if you remember, they had taken Barnabas's nephew, John Mark, from Jerusalem, and, and, and you know, he went with them. And uh, now, though, as we get to verse 13 of chapter 13, says, when Paul and his party set sail from Paphos, they came to Perga in Pamphylia. And John, now this is talking about John Mark, whom we know simply as Mark, departing from them, returned to Jerusalem. Now, we're not told why. We're not given any details. Some suggest that that was simply Luke being discreet, not wanting to slander Mark. Because we find out later, a couple of chapters after this, that you know they get back... Paul and, and Barnabas and whoever else was with them, they get back to Jerusalem, and they're getting ready to go on the second missionary journey. Barnabas wants to take his nephew, Mark, along again. And Paul says, no way. No way. The kid abandoned us. He's unreliable. He wimped out. You know, we, we don't need any unreliable flakes along with us. Which tells us a little bit about Paul in his early ministry days. Now, I say early ministry days because later on there was a change, probably growth in Mark and growth in Paul. Because later on, as Paul, in, in his, his waning years, an old man now, he's writing to Timothy in, in 2 Timothy, and he says, listen, everybody's left me. Nobody's here with me except Luke. When you come, bring, bring Mark with you because he's a big help to me, and, and I need him. And so we see a, a change there. There's reconciliation, apparently. There's, there's, but at this point, Mark flakes out. Now, a couple of things that strike me with this, and we could probably spend an hour just talking about this, but we won't. The fact that God doesn't abandon him. I mean, Mark goes on to write the Gospel of Mark. He hasn't written it yet, you understand. It's after this, he ends up spending time hanging out, apparently, with Peter. And most Bible scholars agree that Peter dictated the Gospel of Mark, and Mark wrote it down. Mark was just a small child when the events that he describes concerning Jesus took place. Mark wasn't an eyewitness to those things. Peter was. Peter and Mark spent a good bit of time together. So they say this is probably Peter's account written down by John Mark. At this point, he's a teenager. He's going along with Uncle Barney on an adventure. Listen, that ain't the basis for missions. Now, I've seen a lot of people do that, and it causes problems. People that decide that they're, oh, yeah, I want to go to Peru. When are you going to Peru? I want to go to Peru. That's usually, 
Why? Why do you want to go? You know, what, what do you what do you think? Because quite often there's a there's kind of a romantic idea about it, or just simply selfish interests. You know, they, they don't want to go because of their passion for the Lord Jesus and their desire to see people rescued and redeemed. They just want to go to Peru or Pamphylia or whatever, right? And and maybe that's all it was with Mark. I mean, he's a teenager. And so he gets there now, and all of a sudden, Uncle Barney's not in charge anymore. Remember, he started out pretty much leading the way. But now, God is doing something different. Now, we see in Barnabas humility in that when he recognized what God was doing in Paul, he got out of the way. That takes, that takes character. When you see a better man come along to move over and say, listen, you need to be the one leading us. I've led us up to now, but you can take us beyond where I can take us. So I'd like to turn this over to you and get that takes character. Barnabas shows great character in doing that. But it may very well be some Bible scholars suggest that when that took place, Mark freaked out because Paul was not Barnabas. Barnabas was the son of encouragement. Barnabas was not. I mean, Paul was not a son of encouragement. I mean, you just read and, and look at his life. Not that he didn't encourage. I mean, as you see later, but man, Paul named names. You know what I mean? It's amazing to me how often today we're afraid. Preachers are afraid. Pastors are afraid to name names. Call people out. You know, other pastors, other leaders. And, and we should be cautious about that because we shouldn't slander people either. I appreciate the fact that Luke doesn't give us all the details about what took place with Mark. But Paul, he just called people out. He named names. When he writes to Timothy, he's like, they've all abandoned me. Every single one of them. This guy, he just loved the world. So he left, naming names, calling people, just putting them out there, man. This guy decided he, you know, he wanted to be comfortable more than he wanted to be a Christian. So he's gone. I don't know where he... But bring Mark when you come, would you? Bring Mark. Mark Mark's a good kid. He'll, he'll be solid with me. Paul named names. And quite possibly, things got a little bit less comfortable for young Mark. It's like the couple Brian was actually telling me down in Peru. There was a young couple that went down to work with him several years ago, and they expected that they were going to be able to come back to the States every couple of months to visit family, work a 35, 40, 40 you know, hour work week down there, while all the Peruvian people were working 60 plus hours to survive and then serving in the church on top of that. And Brian said, no, it's, you can't know. As our time with you today comes to a close, we'd like to thank you for listening to today's message on Main Thing Radio. We hope Pastor Robert's teaching has encouraged you personally and brought you a deeper understanding of your Savior. If you'd like to hear more messages from Pastor Robert, visit our website, MainThingRadio.com. You'll also be able to learn more about Pastor Robert Fountain, the ministry of Main Thing Radio, and Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. Right now, we'd like to take a moment and share how you can be involved in the future of Main Thing Radio. God is using ministries like this one to reach multitudes of people across the nation 
and the world. We feel so blessed to be a part of this virtual mission field, and we're excited to see where God will take us in the future. We'd like to ask you to join us in seeking God's will for our ministry and for the people who will be touched by Main Thing Radio. We'd also like to ask that you prayerfully consider supporting Main Thing Radio financially. For donations of $20 or more, we have a special thank you gift to send you. This month, we're featuring Pastor Chuck Smith's autobiography, A Memoir of Grace. Pastor Chuck shares his journey, the highs and lows, and how looking back offered a great perspective on how God had had a hand in his life. For more information or to contribute, please visit MainThingRadio.com and click Donate at the top of the page. Thanks again for listening today. Be sure to tune in again for more from God's Word right here on Main Thing Radio.